Hello, everybody. Welcome to World One One uh, Podcast. I'm with uh, the Red Velvet Nord Beast himself, Mr. Larry Giver. What up, folks? It's the future, Charlie. The <laughs> future. We just got done watching the Nintendo Switch presentation, so we're going to talk a little bit about it. But, Larry, what is up? Um, I am not at home. I am really glad I have a fuck ton of rollover data because I'm sitting in my car in front of GameStop doing this shit on my phone. I love you so much. Yes, Larry is in line. He has a picture <laughs> that you should. Sh- I hope you share it to the World One One podcast. Form. I will. As yes. soon as we're done, I will. Uh, Larry is ready to pre-order the Nintendo Switch, and they had a lot of games uh, to announce for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I completely enjoyed this press conference. I thought it was cool. I, I, they kind of treated like a mini E3 in a way. Um, I know some people are kind of might be disappointed at at this moment, but it was just a showcase. It was just showing what's going to be on the system. Um, it looks beautiful to me. Like a lot of their games, um, they released the price, which is going to be two ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, and the release date is March third. So, Larry, do you think that's a good date, good price? What's your thoughts? I'm a little perplexed. I, I want to say I'm perplexed. I'm not perplexed. I'm just surprised. I was really expecting it to come late March, like no sooner than like the, the 20th, 21st, somewhere in there. Yeah, I was thinking the 24th. But, but, but to hear that they're doing the 3rd uh, is is a little baffling in uh, a couple ways. One in the fact that that puts it a month and a half out. That's it. Yep. From full blown reveal to launch is a month and a half. That's boggling to the mind. The other thing is the fact that they, I'm glad they did it. Finally, they got away from this. Let's launch everything on Sunday. Bullshit. Because I, if I've got a new toy, I want the whole fucking weekend to play with it, not the day before I have to go to work. Yeah, that's why I said they switched all their releases now to Friday. Once they, yeah, once they did that, that was it. So that's that's a thing. I, I think the price is correct. I don't think they're underselling it. I think they've got it at a price that says that. We have hardware that is respectable and can compete, but we are not the absolute top of the line, and we're not going to charge you an arm and a leg for the the price of entry. Yeah, and it is 1080p, dock 720p on the go, uh, six up uh, two and a half to six and a half battery life. Um, depending you- on games, so depending on how much it's pushing the the hardware. Yes. You know, will results will vary clearly. Um they do have uh, additional color joy pads uh or joy cons. They have a light blue and they have a red, like a light lightish red. It almost looks like a little pinkish but like dark. Um God damn it, my OCD cannot handle this shit. It it cannot handle that shit because they want to pack they're packing in like the left Joy-Con red and the right Joy-Con blue in one of these SKUs. And my OCD says this is fucking wrong and cannot cope with that. So are you going to get the black one or are you going to get... Yes. The- 
I don't need funny fucking colors. Unless you give me something cool, like collector's edition game specific thing, I don't need any fucking colors. Black is just fine. Thank you. Can I get it matches the- everything else on my shelf. I want a yellow one so bad. I looked at the Joy-Cons. So I was just like, okay, I would buy additional colors if I could, you know, mix them up. Because uh, I would love a black and yellow for me. Or not, but think about it. Your favorite sports team taking their two colors and putting it on your Switch. Oh my goodness! Give me a Samus Aran color scheme of the yellow and red for Switch. I'll I'll buy that. Sports. I don't know if it will. For the for the color scheme, I still don't think that the Switch is going to be the right market for that. I think Xbox One and PlayStation Four controllers are the right market for that. And you got to remember they did that years ago. On the uh, the PS2 and the Xbox with some of the the NFL team controllers and whatnot, uh-huh. and uh, it it had some appeal, but I don't think it did nearly as much as they thought it was going to. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. There's no region locking. That's amen. major. Holy shit, amen. Yes, it's about fucking time. Yes. Yeah, so if you are, if you want to import a game from Japan or anywhere the game comes out, you can do that. Um, which is, which is cool. I, I love that. I'm a person that don't import games. Um, but having that option to do it, cool. So cool. So, um, I, holy shit. I'm, I'm impressed at everything that they've jammed into this. Yes. It really is the the non-forced intelligent evolution of everything they've ever done since the 80s Mm. that's impressive when you think about it that is yes yes from from where they started to right now yeah i agree 100 percent agree um they are going to have a pay online service later on this uh, in fall 2017 um, this is either going to be really good or really bad. There will be no in-between for this. Either they've finally got their shit together and they're just going to jack Microsoft's model, or they're going to try and do something absolutely bonkers and just terrible and still try and charge for it, and it's going to fall on its face. Well, we shall see. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, with more details, like probably later on in the year, uh, definitely when it gets close to, uh, to the functioning actually started, they might actually do like a Nintendo Direct to explain more. Um, cause I, I can't wait to see. They kinda have to. Yeah. But you know what? As they showed at E3. That is true. Yes. That is true. Um, cause I really want to see like local, like local player, like do we still need to, uh, uh, do we still need to be like have the the online service or? You I don't think so. Considering they said you can do local over you know just straight system to system. Uh huh. And at which point, if you know if you're out and about and there's no Wi-Fi anywhere and you're going system to system, there's nothing that there's no way to verify or validate that you have an active paid account. So do you think that uh with uh with with multiplayer doing online, do you think they'll just do it almost like the like PlayStation and Sony? Uh, that's kind of system that you pay for to do multiplayer, or do you think they'll still be free and their online service is completely different? 
you know, I, I don't know at this point. I'm inclined to say that they're going to go pay for play online. Okay. And I think one of two things will happen. They will either a seriously undercut their subscription price, um, you know, or undercut Microsoft and Sony's subscription price. And it will be strictly for pay to play online on their servers. And that's it for like 25 bucks a year, which is within reason. If that's all you're getting. Oh, if, Oh, could I just hug you right now? If they do that. Or they will actually do something more complete and competent like Microsoft and Sony eventually did. Um, you know, where it's, it's not just pay to play online, but there's other features and benefits that come with it as well. Like, uh, extra discounts on games on the online store and things of that. Like, I don't think they'll go as far as giving away something for free every Mm -hmm. month, like Microsoft and Sony do. But at this point, anybody's guess. I just I don't see that happening. I don't think that's in their business model. And I w- I would be cool having if if you have this on our online service for the eShop and you have a my Nintendo account, bonus or triple days for those who are uh, who have the service. Like if you buy a digital game uh Nintendo digital game, bam, you get triple points. That leads you to get another game or more games. Like there's there's a lot of ways that can go, and like I said, it'll either go really right or really wrong, and I don't think there's going to be any in between. Um, do you like the fact that they have the two uh, Joy Cons and a charger with it uh, in the box? Like it, it is HDMI. Um, they didn't say if it's going to be SD or micro SD for um, extra data, so I don't know anything about that just yet. Um, it will come with an adapter, of course. Um, the two editions, uh, it's kind of almost the same thing. It's just that the Joy-Cons are different colors for each system. I'm suspecting that it's going to be a micro SD solution, considering that's what they've gone to with the new 3DSs. And you can get into the high-capacity stuff that way. Mm-hmm. Plus, given that I suspect that you know space is probably at a premium on that unit, as small as it is. And everything that they've crammed into it. Yeah, because I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, most of the data that's saved on the system is cartridge based, and I think if you do a micro SD card, it's only for when you buy games online, like the digital games. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, like none of the information from uh from a cartridge a cartridge standpoint, none of that should be on the micro SD card. Yeah. So. I, I've I've got to talk about it because it's fucking weird to me, and I'm sure it's just a culture thing. But anybody that watched that stream of that event, at the very beginning, you'll notice the entire auditorium was filled with Japanese men in, like, identical fucking suits. Like, it was presented as a shareholders meeting when it should have been presented like an E3 show. It almost seemed like they had the wrong crowd in the audience. Um, majority of that it was shareholders, um, because it was kind of to show off the shareholder uh, shareholders what Nintendo had up their sleeve. So it, yeah, it wasn't a like an E E three conference or anything like that. I think it was just like something to please the shareholders of uh, what direction that Nintendo's going with the Switch. 
But the fact that they presented it like they were at E3 with a yeah. room full of gamers instead of a room full of stockholders, it was a very odd choice because you could tell that the the people presenting were waiting for you know some applause and some laughter or some reaction, and you got a golf clap. Now shut up and you know let them talk. Yeah, and it was weird. It felt very out of place. It's it's very Japanese. It's very no Eastern. kidding. <laughs> you know, and, and why you think that? For a lot of them, they were bowing and then they left. Like it was just yeah. like, oh, okay. And hearing Bill Trinis speak Japanese was cool. I I thought that was so cool. I'm a little more impressed with the guy for that fact alone, actually. Well, he is the translator for Miyamoto, so this is true. That it is, just yeah. So we're so. going. Um, so uh, we're going to move on. Uh, I know for some games that you could link up to eight uh, eight switch systems so um that's kind of cool maybe um like esports when they were showing the splatoon on from the first trailer that might be one of the reasons um you know linking up for the four four or four so that's cool to me you know oh definitely the i i like that fact a lot um we we need to talk about games though because they made some weird choices in what they did and more importantly, what they did not show. Okay. Yes. We was going to get into this, the games. This boggled me. Don't get me wrong. Most of what they showed was, if not super exciting, at least odd and interesting. I don't think that one, two switch or, uh, arms are going to get this thing to peak the way that the Wii did with Wii Sports, but I also think that they're not looking to necessarily quite recreate that phenomenon. I think they're looking to come back into the core gamer space a little more, and they're trying to figure out how to get back there, and they haven't quite worked it out yet, is what it feels like. Well, um, we were just, just talking about this a few moments ago. Uh, well, not me and Larry, but... Um, me and some other people. Do with that, about that other podcast in your life, you dirty whore. I can't, I can't help it. Shh, her shit. Um, I was telling I'm just like, you gotta realize. For the record, everybody, it's Eddie's fucking fault that Adrian is not on right now. He said he was gonna try to leave halfway through the thing anyway. So. He had time slotted and you took that for something else. Oh, you man. dirty fucking tramp. Well. I can't help it. I'm beautiful that way. But <laughs> getting back to the games, I love you so much. Um, Try not to suck any dicks on your way through the parking lot. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was telling them, I'm just like, uh, they're presenting to Japanese, um, like the shareholders, like we spoke earlier. West-style games do not appeal to Japanese shareholders. Those shareholders don't want to see Grand Theft Auto. They don't want to see Red Dead Revolver. They don't want to see Bioshock. Like, M-rated games and explosions and all of this stuff, they don't want to see that. They want to see something that is that is definitely Nintendo that's going to have mass appeal. And those games do have mass appeal. Right, let's start... Um, We're going to start with 1-2-Switch. Which is a party game, and you know, depending on for America 
and, or Europe or uh, Japan, it kind of ap- appeals to everybody in the world. So it looks like the game is going to have fun. It's going to be crazy, you know, or, and feeling kind of uncomfortable. But I feel like that's a party game for anyone who wants to come in and play and end up enjoying it. Yeah, that that's kind of the game that you take with you when when you're Karen on a roof at a party. Yes. Yes. I I just yes, I agree. Um ours uh which is coming later on coming in 2017, they said in Windows launch. It's a terrible fucking name. I'm you know what? I'm fine with it, arms. Um, it reminds, I was telling them, it reminds me of Power Stones with a little bit of punch out thrown in it. Like, it's, it, it feels very anime-ish to me. Um, like. It so, does. You know, and it, the controls are simple and I think when we get more reveal of it, there's going to be some other cool things. But I would love to be in the room with you straight going at it. And, and, and just like, Dipping off, be like, yeah, you can't hit me before you really hit me in real life. <laughs> but to like to have that one-on-one battle, and uh, if they able to do a four-player battle, power stone punch out kind of style, you know, game, I'm down for that. Um, I, I'm almost interested. My concern is that all they showed was just one-on-one fighting, and uh-huh. it doesn't feel like it has the depth to stand on its own on that merit. I, I'm really hopeful that there is a a solo campaign that's... Because I, I think that mechanic in a solo campaign could be a whole lot of fun. Yes. Yes. I do agree. But they didn't talk anything about it. They just said, here, hit another person. From across the room, and pretend you're Dalshim in a different game. <laughs> yeah, that I agree. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> looking at this picture with this chair sitting it's, out. I, I hope it has more depth to it than what it looks like it has right now. Yeah, and they and they did say that there's more stuff that's going to be unveiled as you learn, as you get further in the game. So I'm interested. Like that's the game I'm definitely gonna buy, and I'm gonna buy one to switch because I want to play it with my family, and I and I want to hear my mom and my nephew and my niece straight laugh. Like they're gonna have fun playing that game. I have no intention of buying one to switch. I have no need for it. Well, that that's just me. Um, moving on is Splatoon Two. Um, they put the flood hovercraft. With the paint, and I lost my mind. I, this game looks beautiful. When I seen it, I'm just like, "Oh, they went beyond and above." Uh, oh, above I was and beyond. genuinely surprised with this. I was honest to God expecting a port. I was seriously expecting yes. a port of Splatoon One. I was not anticipating full blown sequel. Uh, especially this soon after the original. Exactly. So it's not been that long. And I, I think that the fact that it's not a port is fucking great for any number of reasons. And I think that it will do exceedingly well um, because Nintendo did the exact right thing with the first one in the fact that it came out on shaky legs because the the 
content at launch was so anemic, but they said, we promise you, we will regularly get you more stuff. And that could have gone real sour. It could have, but they did it. They actually upheld their promise and they continued to regularly deliver new content for a year after launch. Yes. And, and I the, think that earns them a lot of credit. And the Splatfest was... I think was it definitely a, earns them the benefit of the doubt on Splatoon 2. The Splatfest tournaments were just amazing. Like, oh, they're phenomenal. It oh. was a brilliant idea. Oh, and but think about it. Going to McDonald's and seeing some people have Splatfest in tournaments like at McDonald's or, or anything like like conferences you know um like like packs or something and there's a yeah. splat fest going on the weekend that's awesome that's going to be super fun dude and i think too that the the fact that the switch is a portable system in its own right and i i have to break the habit of calling it a handheld because that's not quite right anymore you know but it is a a a movable console, we'll call it that. But um, I think that that's going to finally get it to crack into real competitive play where Splatoon 1 did not because so many setups for that are we supply, here's a console and everything, and, you know, you can't move your saved data off your system to another system, you know, to bring your setups over. Yeah. And so the fact that that now moves with you and all you got to do is throw it in a docket and go, you know, and play, I think that'll go a long ways for uh, cracking into that market for them. And I, I don't know. I forgot to mention that it, you will be able to use a USB uh, to charge the system. So there's going to be a priority one um, that Nintendo probably will sell, but you could use other USB core uh, cables that I guess that will fit it that could charge it. So you'll be able to do that while on the go, which is cool because like on long trips, like maybe you want to do, and I yes, I wish AO2R now is on the system. I literally, after seeing it and and just now thinking about it, I was just like, yeah, AM2R needs to be on the system. It it, it literally needs to be on the system. We'll talk about that on Sunday. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, moving on from Splatoon, Super Mario Odyssey. I love this. The fuck? I love, love, love this. The actual fuck? What? Like, I, I told my wife, because she was sitting there watching this with me, and I'm like, it's wrong, but I like it. But it's wrong, but I like it. I'm torn between the two. So honestly, the closest thing I can possibly tie it to in my head is fucking Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that did not come to my mind at all. Please and explain. And now we'll never undo that 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 mental bond. Okay, you have to break this down to me because I'm all ears. Go. It's fucking Roger Rabbit. You just took the cartoon out of the cartoon and put him in live action. It's Roger Rabbit. The game. Well, uh, well, uh, I thought he had returned to his home world because when I seen like the the uh, super like like move around and then it popped up and Mario jumped out. I'm like, huh? It's Roger Rabbit. 
But I am mightily impressed because they're making a huge departure for Mario in a number of ways, not just in terms of setting and design it by means of this big open sandbox thing to play in, but also in terms of just movement and moveset. So much new stuff for him, um, you know, especially with that hat. Yes, yes. Using his hat as a weapon and as a platform. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, the part, okay, so he throws his hat, he jumps on it, and then just off to the other side building. I was just like, they're turning this game into Mega Man, and I'm all for it. Fuck yes. Also, I, I need a, a pimp suit Bowser amiibo now. Preach. Preach that pimp word. Pimp suit Bowser. That needs to be the official term. Do you remember those 3DS commercials when they had those like snazzy kind of like weird pop designs? Yeah. That Bowser reminds me of that. And when I seen him, I was just like, okay, I need that. Now that you said that, yeah, I need that Bowser Amiibo. I need, <laughs> they have to give that to me. They have to. They have no choice. Um, I don't know if they really, uh, announced anything Amiibo, but I think they have an idea, uh, that you'll still be able to use it for, um, for the, uh, for the Switch. No, they, they specifically stated in the show that, uh, the NFC reader is apparently in the the Joy-Con right uh, thumbstick. Okay, I might I might have missed it. Um, so it's the it's the it's there. It's the bottom right one, correct? Like, uh, I think yeah, like it's in the fucking thumbstick. Wow. Oh, you know I'm about to be coming over this video over and over all weekend. <laughs> Oh yeah, the the this game looks beautiful. From what they showed when they first sold this, uh, first showed the Switch, you would think that okay, he's like in Mexico or something. I didn't know they was taking him back to the real world. And oh my goodness, it's like they took Super Mario 3D World, made it faster, and literally just went bunkers with it. So there, there's. There's a lot of fun things to be had with this, I expect. And, you know, it's it's coming holiday, which we'll we'll get we'll touch on that in a minute. I, I'm expecting late October, early November. Yeah. I, I can't fathom them missing Black Friday with this. Yeah. I feel like this is gonna be the holiday game that people are going to buy. It is. Nintendo puts out one holiday game a year and uh this this will be it for them. For, for this year. So we're going to move on to Xenoblade 2. Yeah. Um, the sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, Seriously, how the fuck is this a sequel already? Chronicles is not that old. How in the hell are they cranking out another one this fast? I really don't know. I see, I thought Xenoblade Chronicles X was the sequel. But they, I guess this one is the sequel to it. I'm just like, oh, and it looks Oh, drop dead gorgeous. Oh, um, it does. Oh, monolith, monolith soft. I don't know how you guys are working on Zelda and still able to make a game like this. 
it, it boggles the mind. But to be fair, as uh, IGN pointed out before the uh, stream, you know, for the last two years, they really haven't put out much of anything, which means they've been working on everything. Yes. Yeah. And as much as it sucked the last two years, I applaud him for that because it means that the the year one should go much, much better than they've had in, in launches past. Yes. Yes. I that I uh, two hundred percent agree with you. Yes. Um uh, you already know me. I'm I'm Google Gaga over that. I'm just like Oh, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see more. And I, like, that's the game I'm going to just dive in. Um, Dragon Quest 10, Dragon Quest 11, Heroes 1 and 2 is also coming to Switch. Um, for right now, it's only going to be in Japan. Um, I don't, which doesn't matter because no region lock. Yes. Um, but I still want Dragon Quest 11. I'll skip ten because it was must. Uh, it's an MMO game, but eleven I gotta have that I have. Square to have. Enix has a problem. They need to stop announcing like five games at a time when they haven't put out any of the last five that they announced. Yes, they need to stop yes. that shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, like there was Dragon Quest shit announced for the original Wii that never saw the light of day. Right, that was Dragon Quest ten. Yeah. Yeah. And then it has two whole consoles. Right, cuz it was supposed to be on it was supposed to be on Wii and Wii U. Mhm. And we ain't get Square that. needs to calm the fuck down. Square Enix. Bad Square. Get it the fuck together. Thank you. Um we don't got much to say about that but I I do want that game. Um Project um Project Octopath Traveler is it's like almost a sixteen bit or paying homage to a sixteen bit sixteen bit RPG. Um, looks interesting. It looks pretty. I like the aesthetic. Yes. And I don't know if I could do it any justice other than it looks like a weird combination of polygonal environments and sprite based. Like pixel sprite based characters. Yes. yes. And even that's not entirely right, but it's the closest I got. You probably, you pretty much just said it. Um it it is like a it looks like an old school RPG game, um, turn based. Um I don't know the full battle system just yet, but uh if you haven't seen the Nintendo Switch presentation, do check it out on their website and take a look at that game because it looks really good. Um also Rise. Um is it, no not Rise, uh Rhyme. Rhyme. Oh, Rhyme, yeah. I might have to double dip. I actually had a friend of mine uh point that out to me uh the other day. Uh, we were talking about the witness and she came across the preview for it and sent it to me and I'm, I'm intrigued. It, it scratches the same itch that the witness does and things like old point and click games that we talked a whole lot about last, uh, last episode, you know, it, it scratches that itch for me. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know what other system I'm getting it for, uh, but switch I'm getting it. It. You're going to get it on the Switch. Why the hell would you get it on anything else? You can take it everywhere and play it on your TV. Who cares? 
I know, but I'm, there's no reason to double dip on that at this point. It, it's just too beautiful. Like, yeah. Um, and plus, I don't know when it's going to come out for Switch, so that's why. Um, but if I do have to wait for that game on Switch, I will. Uh, uh, Sky, um, Elder Scrolls Skyrim is Skyrim. Uh, I don't have nothing. I really don't have anything to say for that. I do. Go we ahead. need to talk about this for a minute because seriously, what the fuck, Bethesda? For months now, for two, three months, we've been asking, is it actually coming to the Switch or was this just demo footage, promo footage? And they wouldn't cop to an answer either way. Like, seriously, why? And then to finally just come out and say, yeah, here it comes. Here you go. You know, and at this point, it's it's not, as far as I can tell, a remastered edition. I think it's just a, a straight port of the, the 360 and PS3 Skyrim, which at this point is fine. And as long as they fix, and I think just by the inherent nature of the, the system, it, it should correct one of the biggest issues that Skyrim had was load times. Oh. We're running on cartridge at this point. That should rectify a lot of that problem all by itself. Can they also fix the bugs that's still in that game that people have been talking about? Nope. You're just going to have to do an Agatha and go collect them all. Oh, good Lord. I mean, yay. Good that Skyrim is coming, but... uh... Yeah, the low times. It, it. I'm glad that it was announced instead of left lingering still. You know what? I, I, they should have just brought Doom over. I don't know if they're ready to go that far yet. Well, they got to do. I something. think at this point they can, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're ready to go that far content wise yet. Do you think uh, Dishonored 2 would have also been cool if they brought it over? Like, did a Dishonored 1 and 2 uh, pack? I'd like to see it. I don't know if... I think I think Bethesda wants to test the waters and see how Skyrim does. Okay. Or they push anything else. That's kind of my suspicion. Well, I think people are probably going to be looking at the reviews, and if the reviews are good and and they kind of, and they do fix the loading problems and some of the bugs, if they say that this is the definitive version, and you know we don't have to, I don't worry think it will be the definitive version. But I do think that, given the portability of it, it yes. will merit a double dip for a lot of people. Just think of going questing in Skyrim with other players, um. On the go, on like on the go, like if we're if we're in the car, like oh shoot, never mind, because then I won't want a Metroid game like that with you, like literally. I'm like before we even go to uh go anywhere to eat, be like let let's do this Metroid boss. So that's 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 my thought. I was just very baffled that considering they they just came out and said, "Yep, it's coming," that they wouldn't cop to it for the last three months. Good it's strange to me. I, at this point, the only thing I can fathom is that they, they 
made a deal with Nintendo to not say a word. I think that's it. I, I think it is. Um, so, well, uh, No More Heroes um, is coming back. I think this would probably be three. Uh, it was good to see Suda 51 uh, on it. So, um, I wonder how... It's a little how- sad he wasn't wearing a Lucha Libre wrestling mask. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He is kind of... That dude needs to bring the fucking luchador mask back. I wonder what cuckoo game would he make as that as his main character. I don't know. I don't care. I want to play it. Yeah. Shit's always fucking weird and I enjoy it for that fact. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, So I really want to revisit Killer 7 and I'm hoping with which we'll get to that in a minute. I'm hoping that Killer 7 shows up on virtual console that they didn't talk about. More info to come, let's just say, hopefully. No, they didn't even say that. I know. There was just nothing. I know. I know. Trust me, I would love to, because I've never got a chance to play Killer Cell. It's fucking bizarre and wonderful. Oh, they they said this, the start of his career. I mean, that he's known for other games, but... This is Kuka Crazy starting off. Yeah, that that was his jump start, plain and simple. Yeah. And I love the art style of Killer Seven and the characters. I love that. Oh. That that cell shade is phenomenal and it ages well. It looks it it still looks good for today. Mm-hmm. Oh exactly. It's the same reason that games like Wind Waker still look good, <sighs> even on the GameCube. Ah. Just <clears throat> So, um, should we, do we need to talk about FIFA? No. But Bill Trinidad sounds... Sports. Uh, yay EA, I guess. And NBA but, 2K17 is, or NBA 2K, yeah, I think 17 is coming to the Whatever stage. the hell year of sport yeah. game it is. Yeah. But Bill Trinidad did a good job, like we said earlier, translated. That was probably about the best part <laughs> the whole day. Right. Was far more interested in watching him translate than I was in anything to do with FIFA's coming to the Switch. I mean, I get it. Globally, it's a big deal, but I just don't know that sports is going to be a thing on Switch, just like sports wasn't really a thing on any Nintendo system since the 64 at best. Well, I get I guess good luck to them. I, I don't know. Yeah, I got another. Uh, and, uh, Fire Emblem Warrior. That was the one of them that I missed. Um, this is a Tecmo Kobe gang. Uh, it's just like Hyrule Warrior. They're doing the game with Fire Emblem characters. Um, they only showed the trailer. They didn't show no gameplay or anything like that. Um, I think it could be a good fit. Yeah. And Fire, and Fire, Emblem, Fire Emblem has a big history. So Tecmo Kobe, you know, they have a great, um, Got to play with. Yeah. I think also, uh, they announced Nog- Nog- Nobunaga's ambition actually coming to Switch also. I think they actually showed the picture. So, but those are the games that they showed for the Switch. Um, Overall, I enjoyed this presentation. Like I said, I'm going We're to... We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> talk about what? We're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. 
What's the elephant? The one that? thing they left lingering the entire fucking show up to the point where you honestly thought they weren't gonna talk about it. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? There you go. Ah, yes. March 3rd, 2017, uh, released with Switch, and I also think it's the Wii U date also. Um, oh, which I also, oh, which I forgot to announce that this is worldwide in certain, uh, countries in Europe. Uh, so, um, they, I know they said two, 29,980 yen for Japan, 299.99 for America. Everybody else would have to check their local retail for their price. Like they said, everyone else, you're on your own. Figure it out your fucking self. Good luck. And then bowed and dipped off. <laughs> Here you guys go for the price. Ching, ching. Walked yep. off. So we, we need to talk about what happened with Breath of the Wild. Because I told my wife, first and foremost, when they they put up the, the launch window for uh, Odyssey, um, I told her, I said, I'm putting money right now that Breath of the Wild makes launch. Because there's no way they launch this thing without one of those two. And Mario is officially right out. Yes. So, Breath of the Wild, for the last month we've been hearing that it could very well miss launch but still be somewhere in that window, maybe summer. Uh, it is making launch. Thank Christ. Otherwise, this could have been a, a big, big debacle um, and a, a very sad launch. Yes, and I, I'm kind of glad that uh, it is on the third. And even if I don't get a Switch, I'm buying the game for both systems uh, because oh, they this this is going to be a system seller. Like, like this is one of the games that's attached to the switch. Even if you don't are not able to get a switch, um, at the time of launch, at least you're getting it for Wii U, which is still going to make money for Nintendo. But when you do pick up a switch, you're going to need the legend of the breath of the wild. And did you, have, did you see the, uh, the master edition yet? No, my God, the Master Edition comes with Breath of the Wild on the Switch, comes with this gorgeous, weather-worn-looking map, comes with a 24-track uh, soundtrack, <gasps> comes with a Sheikah Eye coin, comes with a Sheikah pouch for, it looks like it's supposed to be a carry pouch for the Switch, and comes with a Master Sword statue. When did they announce this? How did I miss this? And this was part of the problem with the presentation. They filled it up with weird shit that made no sense, like the fact that, that, I'm sorry, he's creepy and ugly looking. Whatever the fuck his name is from Sega came out and said, we're doing a thing, we have nothing to say. And then afterwards, officially came down the pipeline that Sonic Mania was confirmed for Switch, which, thank Christ, it needs to. Yes. Um, but there was a bunch of stuff that dropped info-wise immediately after the the stream. And the, the Master Edition was one. Sonic Mania was another. Mario Kart 8 uh, Definitive or Deluxe, whatever yes. the hell they're calling it, edition, coming in, uh, in summer. Um, so, you know, they've got a solid year one lined up. And it's like, why the hell did you not mention fucking Mario Kart? 
you just fixed the problem, the one problem that Mario Kart 8 had, and then you added some more content to boot. Why did you not talk about this? I wonder if they're waiting for E3 for that. Uh, and uh, they probably just wanted to show their, their new IPs and uh, just what they got planned for the system. Um, because trust me, if they was going to do Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, um, why not, why not just go bonkers with it at E3? I, it it would have been, trust me, it would have fit this presentation very well, but I would, I would have just been like, no, let's save it for E3 so that when we come to E3, that we have a good list of games that we could drop and mm-hmm. people would be, would be surprised for it. Because I bet you there's got to be some more content for that for that Mario Kart 8 that we still don't know about. Like, uh, they did reveal some stuff about it, but there's got to be some more. Yeah, but they, they fixed the one big issue that Mario Kart 8 had was no battle mode or no right proper battle mode. And there's there's at least something coming. So it sounds like they're trying to address the issue. Ugh. <sighs> At that point, I'm happy. I, I really didn't have any complaints about Mario Kart 8. As much as I like it, Battle Mode, I could take or leave when the content that was in Mario Kart 8 was so solid. You know, what was on the disc and then what came in the DLC later, all of it was so solid, I, I could take or leave Battle Mode. Battle Mode would put it over the top, sure, but even without it, I don't care. I still adore it. Yes. Um, they're doing the double dash thing that now you can have two weapons. Two items. Oh, I'm so happy. Like, that's, not, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the automatic sale for me. Um, now they just would have brought double dash to Wii U. I mean, to Switch. Oops, sorry. <laughs> if they would have brought us, if they, if they bring double dash to virtual console, if they do bring GameCube, we. Well, we, here's a question, cause this, this brings up an interesting, Dilemma. No Nintendo system has ever gotten more than one Mario Kart. Does this mean that a port of Mario Kart 8 is all that the Switch will get, or will it actually get a native Mario Kart? It'll get a native Mario Kart. I think it's going to get a Mario Kart 9. Because I the- hope so. I'm going to be real sad if not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the concept of having Mario Kart 8 on the go plain and simple mm-hmm. that's good enough for me but if we get a mario kart 9 i can only fathom it's going to be later in the system life which i'm not entirely sure how i feel about or i i don't know do it's you, just such do, a strange thing at this point do you feel 2018 is the announcement and showing of the game and then maybe 2019 summer is the release I wouldn't go any later than that. I wouldn't. I don't want this thing to show up too late. Okay. Because 2019, I said, they got to give us, I'm sorry. If they going to give us Mario Kart in 2019, we got to get Metroid. We There's no choice. I'm really hoping. I'm not surprised nothing was said. But I'm really hoping, even if it's not Metroid, that come E3, 
we finally know what Retro's been fucking doing. Yes, they they have to. They have to. They have to show us what they've been doing. Now I don't care if it's Metroid or not. I just want to know what Retro is doing. Plain and simple. Would they say they got a new IP? So it's not Metroid, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Just for God's sakes, I want something new from Retro because they do such good work. Period. Yes. Yes. But does this mean that I don't want a new Metroid? No, I still want a new proper Metroid. I. But I'm I'm curbing my expectations but on who, that at this point. But who do we give it to for a console? Now the guys from AM2R indie. Straight digital indie game, side game, I don't care. I would take whatever they Throw it do. back to R&D 1 again. Yeah. But Done. For, for a console release or indie uh, or console? I think, it sh- I think it should see a retail release. Okay. I don't think Nintendo is super keen on doing digital only for their mainstay franchises. And it makes me sad to say it that I don't think they really consider Metroid a mainstay franchise anymore. But I think if they did something, again, it would. I don't think it would be a digital only. I think it would see a retail okay. release. Okay. I can see that. Um, because, oh, goodness, I swear I. I need a I need Samus story to be told when she was when she got rescued, and then I need the most insane way on how that movie. Tell me what happened after Fusion. Well, after she after she left, um, yeah, yeah. It the the then the ship blow up and she got away. She had to. Yeah, I want to know what happened after that, because at that point she's rolling around infused with Metroid and X DNA. Uh, yeah. I want to see something really fucking cool happen, where the Metroid DNA becomes more insidious and starts taking over. Um, oh my goodness, no. No, no. no. I, I want to see this because no. I think there's a mechanic to be had here. There is. Uh, trust me, I'm, I'm with you. I'm thinking art style, and I'm just thinking literally drop dead gorgeous. Just like, uh-huh. like what art style fits this? It has to be dark. It has to be dark, crazy yet sci-fi. Like, oh, Larry, why did you just say this? Oh, my mind is going to I go. I want to see a mechanic where. She, her arm cannon starts growing like the, uh, the enamel fangs on the bottom of Metroid and she can actually like latch to other things and drain their life force. So her suit actually changes. Yeah. I want to see like some mutation shit, like a la, you know, arachnid Spider-Man or like actual bat Batman shit. The X, the X in the Metroid DNA affects her suit, changes it to new powers. Oh my goodness. I'm buying you a biscuit. I'm buying you a dinner next time. I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> like, I'm going to make you take me to Ruth Chris, fool. That's, that, 
then let me put a hundred dollars to the side and just be ready to go. Done. Because, oh my goodness, this is that's Metro on a whole new level. Yeah, I want it. God, make it happen. Everybody. We got to talk to Milton in a couple days. Everybody, that's that's our pre Nintendo. Here's the pitch for right now. Yep. Right. So that that's the thing. Yeah, flesh that out, and then drop it on him Sunday. I actually fleshed that idea out years ago. It's in writing somewhere. But in any case, um, so other things that dropped after the uh, the show. Uh, accessory prices. Holy fuck. I'm going to be a broke motherfucker. Yeah, I'm still, I, I didn't get a chance to look at the accessory prices and stuff. Um, but you I, a pair of, you, you can get an individual Joy-Con, either a Joy-Con L or a Joy-Con R for 50 bucks. Uh, 50 bucks. Well, I, that's salty. I mean, well, I mean, I could understand because it's Nintendo, but I'm like, you pay, you pay, almost, you pay ten dollars more for a PlayStation Four, Xbox One controller. So, and then you can buy, you can buy them in a pair for eighty. I think a lot of people going to do that, buy them for eighty. I do too. I really do. Um. But yeah, the it, wow, just wow. I mean, so yeah, that's that's a thing. Holy crap! Because you know, some some people are gonna be like, "Well, I want both sides blue. I want both sides red." So mm-hmm. they'll spend the money to do that. But that that's like people who just buy the other controllers just for color alone. So, mm-hmm. so. Which speaking of the Joy Cons. For the record, the L and R inside the little slide piece is brilliant. Yeah, I seen that. That was cool. Holy shit, that was fantastic. Yeah, I, this control. Oh my goodness, Nintendo. Also, multi-touch screen capable uh, confirmed. Now what? Now what is that? Like touching the screen, uh, the uh, actual switch. So, yeah, yeah. So instead of like on the, uh, on your DS, your 3DS or your Wii U, where it's, uh, a single touch screen where it's pressure sensitive, it's called capacitive touch screen, mm-hmm. where it's more like your cell phone, where it recognizes multiple points of contact. Ooh. Cool. Oh, th- okay, yeah. That that's wow, Nintendo. Which really... I think it's going to be really interesting to see whether how much that actually gets used, because if it's in the dock, you can't get at it. Yeah. Like but... anything that uses this is going to be strictly designed for on the go. Mm, yeah. But I, I mean that 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 just makes sense, you know. Uh, in, in case you want to play like something real quick and very easy, like maybe uh like card jockey, uh, uh, is it car horse jockey or car jockey whatever, um that 3ds game. I mean t- having that on the go on the switch, 
and being able to do it with your hands and stuff. I I think that would be cool. That'd be interesting. Uh, what I'd like to see finally is I'd like to see uh, Hearthstone finally come to a console, and I think I'd like it to be the Switch. <sighs> do they have you no know, Activision and Blizzard? So they do have Activision. Will Bl- Will Blizzard? I see no good reason that I should not have Hearthstone on the Switch at this point. Well, yeah, if it's if, if Hearthstone is on a tablet, it needs to be on Switch. Yeah, pretty much. Like Blizzard, make it happen. Get on top of that shit. Let's go. That's money to be made. No kidding. That's microtransactions out the wazoo. Oh, good lord! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then to play. And then to play locally with other players. Yeah. Yeah. Be fantastic. Uh, back to controllers. I am impressed at how much they jammed into these things. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, they, shoot, they, it's like a Wii Remote, a Super Nintendo controller. It's like an everything controller. It is a fucking Swiss Army knife. And it feels so small, like, like just, it fit, it looks like it feels so good in your hand, like very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it happen. Uh, what, what else have they, what else have we missed? I feel like there's something and I'm, I'm not placing it, but. Um, I, everything, uh, everything that I said, that's, that's pretty much what I, I got. Um, I know like Minecraft and stuff is coming, uh, Street Fighter is coming, uh. Oh, I know. Why the hell did they show me a future racer that wasn't F-Zero? Why? Did you see it? I saw it. Yeah. What the hell was that? And why was it not F-Zero? I think it was Fast Racing Neo. I think it's a sequel. Or they're doing a port of it. It's semi-acceptable. I still need F-Zero. Do you think we see that E3 or next year? Mm, two years out at the earliest. Namco Bandai again? No, because it was never Namco Bandai. Stop it. I thought it was Namco Bandai. Didn't they do the arcade? We had this conversation repeatedly. It was fucking Sega. Okay. It's fucking Sega. Do Sega? Do Sega do it? Does Sega bring it? I would like to see them. I think it would be great to see them back in the saddle again. <laughs> what if that was the other game that wasn't Sonic Mania? What if he bowed and you just hear Falcon and you just see and you just see Sega do F Zero? I just want to hear the announcer again. Counting down three, two, one, go, and that beautiful voice of his. I think you would have lost your. Yeah. All I want to hear for that. I would have been like, Larry, are you okay? And then you just did so no, passed out. Somewhere. Just being giddy. <laughs> so. But I think that does it. Um, we'll. I know there's more. I'm, my mind is still blown at your Metroid discussion, dude. Like, I, I, <laughs> oh, 
just that's just insane but that is going to do it we also have some news for you guys and our very own larry gipper is going to give it uh in in housekeeping news um some of you may hopefully be getting this from our new uh our new host site uh shoutengine.com um big big shout out to them um we've we've been having some technical difficulties anybody that uh watches our facebook page i've been posting some of what's been going on uh there was a huge issue um it started as a minor issue over the last week with uh our our content on archive and in the process of trying to fix it we got locked out completely um and unfortunately archives tech support consists of post something in our forums and hope to god that somebody that works here sees it and fixes it for you um so I've been looking, I had been looking for the last couple months already trying to find a new hosting solution. And I was kind of hoping to do it on our, you know, on my own time. But when we got locked out, um, and I wasn't banking on any help coming, uh, we, I I found Shout Engine, um, which uh, appears to be a fairly new, uh, podcast hosting site, um, that has something that, pretty much no other hosting site has, which is their free base plan has unlimited storage. And that was a big issue that we were, uh, looking to overcome on some of the other sites, um, that, that just couldn't be done. Um, so everything has been migrated over. Uh, we are now officially on shout engine. I will for the next few weeks still continue to, update uh the archive site because we have gotten control of that back again um and the issues there have been resolved but uh you know i'm I'm gonna throw this out for the next few weeks on archive as well so anybody listening there this is your fair warning you've only got a few weeks to uh get it together and uh check us out over on shout engine um all the uh links on the facebook page are being updated and corrected to direct you to shout engine um, also, uh, as a, uh, added bonus, this also resolves another issue that we've been working on for quite a while and just could not get resolved with archive is, uh, we are at this point now days away from officially finally being listed on iTunes. The, the submission is in, it got kicked back once, um, for content issues that they were very nonspecific about and I kind of demanded a specific explanation as to exactly what the problem was so I could correct it. And it was something extremely minor. I've already fixed the issue and they'll be re-reviewing the submission for listing on iTunes, uh, in the next day or two, most likely. And with any luck by Monday, we should actually be on iTunes. So if that is your go-to ecosystem for your podcast, um, we will be there for your, your convenience and enjoyment or your suffering, um, which, whichever you, you get out of this show. Um, so that's, that's a thing. Uh, YouTube is almost ready. I, I wanted to have artwork ready to go to actually make the channel pretty and, you know, polished when it goes up. But at this point, 
uh, I may have to forego that for the moment and just launch it. Hmm. Okay. Yes, we are on shoutengine.com. Beautiful site. Very clean and easier. To me, it's more measurable than uh, archive because it does some. It gives us a lot of information that we need yes. to be able to grow the show to, uh, you know, grow World 1 1 uh, for you and for us. Um, you know, it's there, there are some long term plans. Uh, for the show and for World One One as as a whole to grow beyond just the show, um, and you'll see a little bit of that happening, uh, trending that direction throughout 2017. And uh, Shout Engine also gives us uh, a lot of what we need to help uh, grow that as well into the future. Yeah, so check out World One One uh, podcast, our forum page, and our uh podcast page on Facebook um and like the page join the forum join the discussion um yeah that's a thing yeah and you can email the show at world11podcast at gmail.com w-o-r-l-d 11podcast at gmail.com want to know your thoughts about um the Switch presentation and um you know join the discussion and let us know what you guys thought about this uh, Nintendo Switch presentation I'm going I'm just going to go let everybody know I'm going to go crazy because I'm so I'm just smiling so happy and excited um it's just so ecstatic and if I get that Metro game that Larry just said, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. You have no idea. I've had that idea in my head for years. Well, you can find me at on Twitter at that retro and you can find my podcast optional opinion at the anonymous radio network dot SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Where you'll also find World One One. Um, but for our official World One One podcast, it is on shoutengine.com. Right on. Uh, I am out there on on our Facebook page. Um, I'm around. Uh, other than that, I'm staring at the clock. It is now 2.25, and nobody else has showed yet. But I kind of launched myself out the door when uh, it was announced, like, minutes after uh, after the stream, that uh, Walmart pre-orders for the Switch had already run out <laughs> online. So that was gone in a heartbeat. Uh, as of last check, Amazon has not yet opened anything up. Apparently Best Buy has opened up. Uh, I'm suspecting at this point those are probably all gone too. Um, but I have not confirmed that as of yet because I've been doing this. Yeah. And with that, everybody, have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Weekend, whenever you listen to this podcast. Larry, it's always a pleasure discussing games with you. We're going to get Adrian and Tony next time. Trust me. And I'm sorry. I do apologize, everybody. Um, I had some other things that I had to do. That's why I'm a slut and I'm a whore. A podcast slut and I'm a podcast whore. So make sure you stay tuned. We'll you'll see you guys back again on Monday when we have the fine folks behind AM2R joining us on the show. Um, yeah. So there, there's something to make your Monday just a little less insufferable. And with that, everybody, we are out. Bye.